disease, disasters. Six o'clock. It's Monday night. That means it's time for the joke workshop here on MutinyRadio.fm in .sf. A uh, few rules before we get started tonight. Only eight people allowed inside at a time. There's eight chairs. That's how many there are. That's how many there should be. Please, please wear your masks. We're going to do four-minute sets. You'll hear the horn. That means you have a minute left. And then we do four minutes of comments. So uh, if you'd like to give comments, come on back here into the studio. Keep your mask on. I just replaced all of the, the little microphone things with new paper towels. So it's, it's safe. And uh, up at the front, there are baggies and wipies. So, um, you know, make yourself feel comfortable and safe, whatever that means for you. Uh, but please have your masks on inside because it's like the rules and stuff with, um, you know, the federal whatever. Uh, cool. So we have a pretty full list tonight, and we're going to get started. Remember that there's the right a number amount of chairs for the right amount of people. So if there is no chair, you got to wait outside in the cold, cold world. All right. Uh, your first comedian, it's so funny that it's National Women's Month because there's like all guys here. <laughs> and they're not really here to celebrate me. So that's, that's, that's oh, you are? Oh, okay. That's great. Yay. Yay. No, it's okay. You don't have to talk about women. You can talk about your dicks the whole time. It's absolutely fine. Uh, all right, your first comedian of the night. Uh, what a joy, what a wonderment he is. Put your hands together, everybody, for Mark Neuer. In my defense, she hit me first. In her defense, I didn't have to use a car. That is part of the joke workshop. I would really appreciate some feedback on that joke. I really, it's been eating me alive. My ex-girlfriend used to tell me that she hates when I rest, when I close my eyes, I tell her I'm resting my eyes, I have my eyes closed. She's like, you're going to sleep. No, I'm just resting my eyes. No, you're not. You're gonna go to sleep. So my I'm just my eyes are just tired. My rest of my body isn't tired. My eyes have just been open all day. They need a rest. They just been they've been awake. They've been open. They've been working all day. They need to take a a blink. It's like it's not enough. A blink. It's like if you were only allowed restroom breaks at work. It's not enough. I need my 30-minute break. 
Our eyes are just slaves to our brain. I don't know. All right, good. I'm glad we got that off my chest. Let's see. I was on an airplane. I just got back from Colorado. I was on an airplane. And uh, there was this kid sitting next to me. It's like younger, like eight-year-old white kid. He had a brand new pair of Dr. Dre beats on his head. Also on his head, he had a he had one of those those it's like fisherman hats that are the craze nowadays. And on that hat was a little alien, the peace sign. He says, "We out here." <laughs> and this this child. He's sitting by himself in the row. He had a whole row to himself. I've got two people next to me. It's COVID. This kid's sitting here by himself with his whole outfit on. He drops something. It rolls in between my legs. I pick it up. I'm a gentleman. I pick it up. I hand it to him. Crickets. I get crickets from him. Nothing. Not a thank you. Not even a... Nothing. Nothing. And it was at that moment I realized... This Dr. Dre Beats wearing hat with the we out here needed to be thrown out of the airplane because he hasn't suffered enough trauma to be on the airplane. He hasn't. He hasn't. This little this kid has not suffered enough trauma to be on an airplane by himself with the, the brand new wireless red Dr. Dre Beats on. It just So I threw him out the fucking plane. <laughs> and he said thank you. And that's all I needed. Just needed that thank you from him. Thank you, Pam. Saw a picture today of a, of a supermarket, a bunch of different items. There was uh, Mexican-owned items. It was a black-owned item, like uh, who produces it. And underneath the comments was this very irate white woman, very irate. She was like, well, what about all the rice and all the white people who make rice? And I was like, I don't know what white people you're meeting. Where are you meeting these white people? She's from the Central Valley. Where are you meeting these white people that are raising rice in Stockton? Where in Modesto is it next to the cow shit with the fucking almonds? That's it. You got trees, cow shit, and you, you racist white cunt. My name is Mark Neuer. Thank you. Mark comments and all that kind of stuff. Sorry, we had to switch microphones in the middle, one of them. Was, it wasn't even wasn't on, working. was it? Well, no, I had a, it just one of them. It, for some reason, oh, it, it doesn't. Well, there's a ghost in the machine right now. Um, a blink is not enough is a great like premise. I'm yeah. digging it. I'm looking for the punchline. The line. whole we out here thing obviously was very funny. Um, I'd wait till the end until you throw the kid out the plane because you gave it away in the yeah. middle. And it just, it's funny if it's absurd and it's at the end. The punch, yeah. Thank yeah, you. In, um, yeah, what do what do kids know? I thought that you were gonna go somewhere when you handed it back to him, like he'd be like, "COVID, why did you touch anything?" Yeah, kind of like reaction. Okay, that could be fun because that I mean, other if something rolls toward you on a plane, are you allowed to pick it up now? Like, can you? Sp yeah. What happens if you spit on it? Will they throw you off the plane? What happens? Uh, comments. Yeah, um, I think for the um for, for the plane joke, I think it could be good if you like compare your. Like when you were his age to what he was at, and that kind of fuels your anger a little bit. Mm. And just like, I couldn't help but think about me being 
like my dad abusing me alone, blah, blah, blah. And I just couldn't help but like throw him out of the plane just to like kind of combat that and be like, this kid doesn't know how easy he has it. I think that could be a good little premise. But that's it. Right. Yeah, because you. you say, oh, he has it so hard. So you have to explain how Mar- Mark has to explain how he had it so hard. Right, right. Like right. when I was on a plane, wish my parents would have left me alone. Or maybe like, oh, it was my first leash. time on a plane. Oh. <laughs> what about like, like he had beats by Dre, I got beat by dad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was good. Wow, good job. Hey, old boy's right, got bars. He's got he's like punches. Hey, come on now. I got owe you, I owe you five dollars for that. Thank you so much. Anyone else? Good. All right, bye. Clap your hands together for Mark Neuer. So, someone put the CD player on like pitch something. It's like slower than usual, but I guess that means that I can actually use some prints without getting in trouble for it because it doesn't actually sound like him. Uh, your next comedian, he just gave great comments to Mark. Put your hands together for Ian Langlands. Alright. How we doing? Let's see if I can make someone laugh this time. Okay. Um, I know what you're all thinking. Am I single? What is you? Wha- <laughs> if you if you had to guess right now, what would you say? Definitely. Definitely. I get that a lot. No, I am. I am in a relationship. We just had our one year anniversary, actually. Um, yeah. Yeah. I know. I carry myself like I'm a virgin, but you know, I do have a girlfriend that I do consensually have sex with. Right on, Ian. Okay, uh, and and the thing about it isn't. It, I actually was gonna say this joke, and then I was like, today was International Women's Day, so it works out. Um, like having a girlfriend, you kind of like start to learn about the experience of women that I never knew. Obviously, I am feminine looking, but I am not a woman, contrary to popular belief. Um, no, yeah, you get to learn all about like their experience and what they go through day to day. And I, she talks about how she is like, she cannot, apparently women cannot go out for walks ever, even at night, which is terrible because that's like my favorite thing to do. So I would always tell her, I'm like, that's like my favorite thing to do. She goes, that's absolutely my nightmare. And I'm like, my nightmare, my nightmares are like ghosts and like monsters chasing me. Her nightmares are like getting in an Uber. <laughs> like every day she wakes up, she goes, had, into th- had that Uber dream again. I'm like, well, what happened? She goes, I just got into an Uber and he like took the wrong turn. Like that just puts things in perspective of how they have it versus how I have it. Because um, when you walk, when you're walking home, that's your option. It's like, you know, you have the fear of kidnappers and like rapists. Like I've never ever had to fear that I would ever get raped, and that's her constant thought all the time. And um, and then she tells me she goes, yeah. And then my other option is the bus, which is a crowd full of p- all potential rapists, or an Uber where the driver could be one potential rapist, but he's in complete control of where you go. So that just kind of puts things in perspective a little bit um, about, I don't even know if there's a joke in there. I'm just kind of uh, <laughs> telling you guys that I, I'm a changed man. I'm learning a lot. Uh, yeah, maybe you could just help me out something in there. Um, okay, so I am also a young man. I'm Gen Z. Do you guys even know what that is? It's the thing after millennial. It's millennials are now turning to us. Everybody was planning everything on millennials. Now millennials are like out to get us, even though like we're like just out of college. And, like we haven't even we, we can't even prove anything yet. And we're already getting shit on. Um, 
yeah, Gen Z. Um, everybody's always talking about how fucked up our generation is. Like, you guys are so stupid. You have no understanding of the real world. Blah blah. blah. I'm like, if you take any generation and put like a device that has access to porn in your pocket, like it's gonna fuck you up no matter what. Like, I think that's a little unfair to be like, oh, you guys are all fucked up. Like, look at the power that we have. And civilizations years ago used to just have a table with a rod, and that's how you told time. And I could just do this, and most of the time I even forget. Okay, that's where we're at. And also, like, when you, back in the day, you used to have to get a feather, a little pot of ink, some parchment, write on it, mail it out, and it took weeks to get where you wanted. I could go on Twitter right now and just type pee-pee-poo-poo, and, like, 100 people could see it within seconds. Um, okay, that's all I had. Thank you. Ian Langland. Talk about rape culture. Um, yeah, I, I, I would, um, I think a, some kind of thing in the end there could be rape culture has changed me. Like if you go through, I don't know, just, I think that's I interesting. I'll I'm take. looking and for something funny in there. Yeah, but rape culture has, mm, but th that rape culture has changed you, I okay. think is funny. And then you can tie it back into like, and not just because I look like a girl, something. Okay. I liked everything you said, but it just, I think that was the crux of what you were getting to, is okay. that you've been changed by rape culture, so you might write into that a little. Okay. And um, he, if you're gonna use crowd work like that, I would just change it to, I know what Pam's thinking, am I single? But only because everyone knows I have a pen shop for young men. No. But that's <laughs> not, that doesn't, that's neither here nor there. Okay. But I, like, I, liked, your, I liked your crowd work opening. Thank you. Um, comments from Brady. Okay, so I was thinking that when you said, you know, like, oh, I don't think about, you know, worry about getting raped, I just thought, well, you're probably not wearing the right clothes. So that's... You could just lean into the tropes. But, you know, yeah, Yeah, I guess I could be like, I'm kind of bummed, like, no one ever tries to rape me. No, is that too far? Lean in, which is another feminist joke. I was thinking you might go with the angle, like, my girl ruined my day. Like she, she, she told me about her dream and what she has to go through, and I had to spend the entire day thinking about what she must go through. <laughs> like it was such a burden for yeah, me. Yeah, it was oh, like like okay. how hard it was for you to have to like put yourself in her shoes all day. Okay. Okay. Um, and um, uh, the fidgeting with the bag is is, is a little distracting. Uh, I mean, like uh -huh. touch the mic, but just just the the, the sound. Okay. Um, but you know, end of world stuff, yo. End of world stuff. Well, no, it's true though. There's all these new things that we have to kind of get used to, and like, everyone's using plastic bags. So, it's either that, and that's the thing. It's either the plastic bag or the mask. So it's either learn to deal with the plastic bag or learn to emote with a mask on. Which yeah. I think I know which is harder. Or I, like I don't one know. of those sheepskin condoms. Oh right, yeah. Or 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 the answer, the other answer is to just invest in your own microphone and bring it with you everywhere, like Matthew Quirk does. It's another great yeah. way to do it. But just for an example, like there's places you can get booked, like Milk Bar, where you have to wear your mask. And mm -hmm. so, I don't know, it says something to come practice here and try to like really emote with your eyes right. or, you know, don't use worry, the I space I'm for not that getting kind booked anywhere, so I don't have to. <laughs> 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 not yet. Well, you're not, not yet. yet. Beware. You guys better be nice to me that. now before I make it. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Okay. <laughs> Put your hands together, everybody, for Ian Langland. <laughs> Yay. Cool. And there are eight chairs in here, and there's allowed to be eight people, and so that's perfect. And that's how that works. Um.
Your next comic, is he in the room? Yeah. I don't see Kyle. Put your hands to, oh, there he is. I'm sorry, you're behind the computer box. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry, I couldn't see your lovely little face. Put your hands together, everybody, for Kyle Morrissey. Brought my condom. Um, anyone here? You guys live in the city, right? Like, live in San Francisco? Yeah. Um, have you ever, have you ever lived in the city for so long that you stop believing fire trucks? <laughs> like, these guys suck, okay? I, I mean, it, two weeks after moving here, I'm like, there's no way there are as many emergencies as they're trying to make me think there are. I guarantee you there are not. I <laughs> Every time someone a fire truck drives by me now with the sirens on, I'm just like, I doubt it. <laughs> um, damn, I am so angry at them now. Like when I'm in ambulances, I'm driving and they're behind me with their sirens on. It's like I gotta respect you, and I gotta pull over now. Like, come on. Um, I like growing up, I respected fire trucks and all and firemen, you know, because like. Thank you for your service and 9/11. Uh, that was a big reason, but like maybe it was just because I was living in the suburbs, you know. I <laughs> now I'm just like I don't know. I don't know how I would have reacted to 9/11 if I was living if I had been living in New York for like nine years when 9/11 happened. I I could have been like, yeah, that's really sad, but finally I get some sleep. <laughs> oh. Um, my girlfriend and I are trying to have children. Um, thank you. It's, uh, it's tough. They keep getting kidnapped. Um, yeah, what'd you guys think? You thought I meant, like, produce children? No, I meant, I meant possess <laughs> children, you know, just physically. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm approaching the end of my 20s and so i've been like reflecting on 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 aging cuz now i'm like it pff, it's it's aging and and i i, I and because i'm like kind of worried about it i'm trying to approach it i'm trying to have a perspective on it that i'm comfortable with and what i realized is that like you're really only as young as the things that have happened to you like i'll give you like if you're if you're 40 years old and you die, if you die at 40, people are going to be like, oh, my God. Oh, he was so young. Oh, that's terrible. He died at 40. It's so much life to live. But if you're 40 and you're working at McDonald's, people are going to be like, oh, my God. Why haven't you killed yourself yet? <laughs> um, I, uh, I don't know. I... I've I've gotten really cynical in COVID. I've gotten really into conspiracy theories. Uh, I'm a lot more narrow-minded than when before this happened, and I've been trying to keep myself distracted. So I've been watching a lot of classic movies. Um, I watched Jaws recently. Anyone anyone watched Jaws recently? It's only been out for 45 years. It's only been out for 45 years. Um, I watched Jaws recently. And even that, like, halfway through, I was like, wait a minute, this is exactly how the coronavirus happened. Like, go back and watch Jaws, beat for beat. It's the exact same story. Uh, 
there's an unknown thing that's killing people, and so experts look into it, and they realize how dangerous this thing is, and so they go warn the town because the busiest weekend of the summer is coming up. They're like, there's going to be thousands of people at the beach. They're all going to be in danger. And the mayor's like, we can't. Our town depends on a small local economy, depends on the revenue that this this is going to go on past my time. Uh, <laughs> uh, we need the money. We need the money. So they stay open, and thousands of people go to the beach, and they die, and everyone's shocked. But the crazy part is when you see the shark, because the moment you do, you're like, that is so fake. Uh, <laughs> there's no way that's what killed those people. Like, come on, really? There's clearly people off screen controlling that thing. And people are like, well, how did those people in the water die? Huh? Did they drown? Uh, yeah, they went swimming with diabetes. Um, yeah, I, I'm just saying if the shark killed them, maybe there was a reason. All right, all right, thank you. Sorry for going over time. Bye. Fine, you want to run that joke? Oh. It's a good joke. Thank you. I just felt like it was going on for. No, a no, your jo your Jaws joke is a great joke, and you should always practice it, um, just because it's good. I would, and I've heard it a couple times, and I really like that joke, but I might hold COVID till the end and keep it like a mystery. If you say say the whole thing like, forty five years ago, I know it, it's just like today. It's just like today, and then go into oh, the crux I, oh, of the story. Oh, okay and hold it for a little bit and let people figure out that you're talking about COVID. I got you. That might give you, just because I've heard you do the joke a couple times, yeah. and just as an idea for yeah. something different, I don't know. Yeah, no, okay. Um, and then the Stop Believing in Fire Trucks is an incredible premise. That's really, really funny. Thank you. And, um, and uh, you surprised me on the children thing, which I thought was great, too. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah, right, thank you. <laughs> Other comments, uh, right. and I'll have to talk about the list in just a sec. There are way too many people inside. We can only have, there's only eight chairs, we can only have eight people, and right now there's like way more than there need to be, and everyone needs to be wearing their masks. <coughs> um, but we will, we do have, we do have room, I just, we just have to have eight people inside at a time, just because I want to stay compliant with the laws of whatever happens in the world. Okay, those were my comments though, but um, good setting, oh, usual, always the ringtone. Thanks, thanks. Um, wait, no, there's more, uh, Peter's back here. Um, on the fire truck bit, I wanted like, an example of like what the fire truck is going after. And like immediately, like my mind went to like what you were talking about of like, oh yeah, like, you know, something in the Tenderloin or whatever. But I think it'd actually be funny if like you went like the complete opposite. It was like a vegan accidentally drank like yeah. cow's milk instead yeah, yeah. of yeah, yeah, yeah. almond milk or something. Yeah, right. um, and then, oh, what was the other one I had? I had another comment for you, but I just forgot it. It'll come to me. If I think of it, I'll tell you. But I loved it. More comments. Uh, yeah, also you could say, like, like uh, as long as I've lived in the city, I don't think I've ever seen a fire. I think you could uh, say. Yeah. Did you say that? I have before. This is an old joke. Oh, I just okay, want to try okay, it again. Okay. So, yes. yeah, so if yeah. you could just say that part, that would yeah. be yeah. And it's uh, hard for me living in the city to hear anything about fire engines without notice. Uh, like, I, I don't hear them. Like, like, I, like I, I'll be on the phone with somebody, and they have to tell me that there's a fire truck going by because I've that those frequencies have been completely burned out. <laughs> like, um, something. So you're saying you don't even hear the fire so, trucks? So I don't, I don't hear them. But until people are pointing, still like, pointing them out. So, 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 so I, I, yeah. So, but that happens frequently enough that I'm still reminded of fire yeah. trucks. Six to seven point five times a day. Okay. So Kyle Moore is Mike check, Mike check. Test, test. 
Great bit. Oh, I, I liked it a lot. Yeah, okay, yeah. I'll say it again. That's a great truck. bit. Yeah, Fire truck you. bit's awesome. Thank Everyone's you. coming in their shorts about it. It's obviously very great. Thank you. Um, I'm not going to tell you what to say about it. I just think that when you closed your eyes and you touched your face in frustration, like in the bit, like yeah. you, I don't think you even, I don't know, maybe you wrote that where you intentionally did that, but you, you like kind of touched your face and yeah. you're like, it fucking and gets, really yeah. gets grinds my fucking gears. You kind of like really did that, right. but only for a brief second. I think if you developed in, on that and like really like, if you it would really enhance the bit without using any words. Yeah. You cool. take a second to not even cool. say anything. You just like stop for a second. You're like, I, wow, it just fucking really gets me going. Thank you. And you did that. And I think if you just did it for a second longer, yeah. you're awesome. Yeah. Uh, and then your Jaws thing, I think if you just, it, it kind of sounded like you were insinuating that you had never seen it before until recently. Like I had recently watched it. Um, yeah. And then, and it really felt that way because you were like, it's only been out for 45 years. Right. Because you kind of turn on the crowd. Have you, has anyone else seen it recently? Right. It has been out for 45 years. We've all seen it, you know, obviously. So anyways, sorry. God bless you. Thank God. Uh, You're awesome. Good. Thank you. Clap your hands together, everybody, for Kyle Morrissey. Yay. Yay and then yay. All right. Your next comedian. I'm so glad that he's uh, back uh, out of COVID. Uh, what's it called? Uh, whatever. Quarantine. And he's back with us. Put your hands together for Brady Pearson. Hi everyone, how you doing? Is this thing on? Are we working? Hi. For those of you who don't know how fabulous I am, I'm Brady. Um, I'm just very excited right now. There's been so much going on. We've been talking about COVID kind of like endlessly and stuff, right? But I'm so excited. I got vaccinated, you know? Um, yeah. So now this is, now this brings a conundrum. I'm really concerned, you know, I mean, like, I mean, I have been so thirsty this whole year in quarantine and I made the mistake of getting sober during quarantine. So this is a really big problem. I am so thirsty. I mean, I would fuck the hole in a donut. I would, and I'm scared for the person that I'm going to be with in 39 days. Not that I'm counting down. I'm not, yes I am. And I'm wondering, like, I'm so scared that I'm going to, like, suck the skin right off that motherfucker. <laughs> you know? Am I gonna break him in two? I don't know, I mean, I might just, you know, destroy us all, I'm not. It concerns me. Um, you know, cause like, back in the day, and I'm having some performance anxiety. I mean, it's been almost a year since anyone's been up in my cookies. Been all <laughs> up in there, okay? I mean, it used to be like um, a great community event. Like, people used to get up in there, man. I mean, we had spelunking competitions. You know, they just like get in there, they put their like headlamps on and go digging, go down. You know what I'm talking about, don't you, queer? Yeah, you do. <laughs> the queers are like, yeah, I know what you're saying. The straight guys are like, ooh. <laughs> you can't see them, but they are. They are uncomfortable, and I love it. Um, see, I don't know. I mean, like, how are they going to get in Because that shit has been boarded up now, man. It is like a dusty, dry California mine. <laughs> I mean, uh, seriously. They ain't, no, there has been no action. It has gathered dust. I am worried whether or not people are going to have to blast that shit out. What, you don't think about that every day? Oh my God, you kids. 
the kids today. I don't know, man. But yeah, that's one of my worries. I mean, like, how are they going to get to it? I've even forgotten how it exists. I mean, what is being gay anymore, right? I don't even know. But, um, and we know, let's, let's, I just want to talk for a second about, you know, this whole Gen Y and boomers shit. Where the fuck is Gen X? We are forgotten again. <laughs> right? Right? This is why we are so good at quarantine, why I am able to sit there and take it. <laughs> and take it. Yeah, because we're used to being left alone by ourselves with just our hands. It's true. Mm. But now, you know, now the young kids say they have it so easy they can masturbate in their pants. Apparently, like, you know, uh, Ian talks about it. He can just have his little porno. I mean, I actually have to imagine things. Uh, and I think that's going to be about it for me because that's all my new material. So there you go. Thanks, everybody. Yay! Brady Pearson, yay! I love your soft, sultry voice. You're so unique and perfect, and nobody else is you, and I love you. Oh, um, thank you. I would say at the end of your set, and now it's 38 days, 23 hours, and 55 minutes until I get laid. <laughs> okay. So like at the end, whenever you say however many days, I... At the end, I'd count down minutes just because you'll get a call back. You started with a, a metaphor about a box of cookies, and then you went into a metaphor about, about mining. mining yeah. About mining, and I and I enjoyed that, but I would definitely explore the box of cookies too because, okay. like, cookies are delicious. It's old cookies, new cookies, Girl Scout cookies, not Girl Scout yeah. cookies. Boy Scouts don't make cookies. Something, something okay. that I like. I mean, just the cookie reference. I was like, oh, is he gonna do? And then you didn't go into it, and I was like. I don't know. I just like cookies, okay. maybe. And then this is just, um, where's the Gen Xers? Gen X explode. Mm because -hmm. then you can go back to your mind thing. Gen explode, because you could uh. explode like it's dynamite, or like you're going to ex Gen explode in your pants. Something. There's okay. something there with Gen X explode. Uh, Peter. First yeah. of all, I feel you, girl. <laughs> Second of all, my only comment is when you were like, okay, I'm, ha like, I'm having sex in 39 days and counting. Like, you have such a specific, like, I'm definitely going to have sex in 39 days. So I feel like I wanted to hear, like, who the guy was that you okay. already have lined up. Like, there is an opportunity there because yes. it's so, like, particular. Like, I, as the audience, assume that, like, there is someone already queued up, and I want to know who that is. So I love that. Thank you. It could be like the Olsen twins, you know, <laughs> the countdown to when they turned 18, if you're young enough, old enough to remember that. Um, hey Brady, I can see you now. Yeah. Hi. Hi. Um, I I like the ASMR voice too, but I think you got a lot of room for a crescendo somewhere in there. So okay. a little bit more dynamic range, I think, would be you could, you know, punch it, you know, bring up your volume, bring it, you know, make it a little bit harder sounds, just you know, sonically. Okay. At some points, but you otherwise good. You got it. Anybody else? Yeah, just to kind of go off what uh, Peter said, uh -huh. like j just to be like, to, like, like describe the guy that you're gonna have sex with, like very specifically. Like he's thirty, he's thirty-two, <laughs> he lives here, and he hasn't even met me yet, but he's about to have like a wild time, like something like that. I love that. Yeah, Thank you. I love that. Anybody else? Ladies, he's gentlemen. A, we're all in for a wild time. Uh. I loved your new material. I love that you're writing new stuff all the time. And you're great. Everybody put your hands together for Brady Pearson. <laughs> All right. That's how the joke workshop works. 
So please, I can't count everybody, but please yourselves. There's eight chairs. There should be eight people in here. You guys have to kind of switch around, up and down, and, and that's good. Okay. Uh, put your hands together for your next comedian, everybody. It's Hunter Uniac. <laughs> Woman's Day, so today I will put on the mic condom with my mouth. I'm not gonna do that. It is International Woman's Day, and I wanna say happy International Woman's Day to Chris Jenner. You know, like, uh, fuck it, I'm gonna get in trouble. I'm gonna get in trouble today. Why does, what? Did Chris Jenner really earn becoming a woman? No? I. Caitlin? That's why I said I'm going to get in trouble. All right, did Caitlyn Jenner really earn becoming a woman? She she earned becoming a she be earned becoming a straight white woman. She could not become a minority woman. I have nowhere else to go with this and I'm afraid if I say anything more I will get in trouble and get canceled. So I'm going to move on to something else. Anybody watch the Super Bowl? A couple weeks ago? Yeah. How do you eh watch the Super Bowl? Halftime? Oh, I heard your voice, and I understand why. <laughs> I was there for the razzle-dazzle. <laughs> Happy International Women's Day to you, sir. <laughs> That's so fucked up. I, I, I watched Super Bowl. And, like, when did we as a country become so pretentious that we needed three national anthems and a fucking poem? <laughs> for a one national anthem. And then, you know what happens? We get pissed off at all these black athletes for taking a knee. They're not protesting. They're tired <laughs> of just standing there the entire time. That is an eight fucking song set list over there, all right? Have you guys ever gone to a concert and not sat down? Because these motherfuckers have to play a game in 20 minutes. Let them sit down and rest, all right? Fuck. It's cool, though. It is. It is. No, Brady, you said you're not listening to my set. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Don't awe me. He's been bullying me all day. Off mic. Off mic. Yes, and I'm on mic right now. That's what I do. I wait for my chance to shit on somebody on air. Okay, now I'm not going to do that anymore. Now I'm getting afraid. Now, fuck Brady. He's Swedish. He's Swedish. Huh, you're Dude, you looked like you were from Berkeley three months ago, and you come back looking like you were in some fucking biker gang. Dude. <laughs> Biker gang men are beautiful, but I've, the only bike I could see you on in a motorcycle is if there was no seat on it. <laughs> Wait until my set's over, motherfucker. <laughs> I love you. I love you. No, I, lo I love Brady. I did miss him. I did miss him. Just not when he's talking to me. I had a new joke. Shit. Oh, um, I've gotten to do an inspirational quote, you know, binge, as you guys can tell with how uplifting I am as a person. Um, but you know this inspirational quote? Uh, shoot for the stars. Uh, shoot for the moon. If you miss, you'll land amongst the stars. Whoever said that quote's a fucking idiot. Do you know how far away the stars are from the moon? <laughs> they are billions of light years away. Secondly, the moon is thousands of miles wide. It is the biggest target you could possibly aim for. If you miss that, I hope you come crashing and burning down to earth like the rest of us. 
And the last one I'll leave you with is uh, they say, they say, um, 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 you if you miss, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. And I feel that's horrible advice for an alcoholic. <laughs> that's my time. Happy International Women's Day. Clearly that, uh, that last joke is perfect and wonderful and a killer. And I always love when you riff. And I didn't know that we were having a roast, but you just got into it and that was fine. Um, I enjoyed how you said, I'm wisely gonna move on. And then you went to a month ago. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm gonna, wisely I'm gonna move on on this woman's thing that I'm dipping my toe into. But let's talk about something that happened a long time ago. I just thought that was cute. Uh, all right, comments from Brady. I love you, Brady. Dude, I love you. I love you so if much. If you ever want to fuck me, I am here for it. Okay? <laughs> we found I mean, out Brady's king. That, that's all I want to say, honey. I mean, you were great. I mean, you can play with me anytime. <laughs> Wait till I actually fuck you. Then you're going to be saying something different. I'm, I'm, so glad, <laughs> I'm so glad that other people my age are using this medium to hit <laughs> on young guys. Uh, I'm so into it. Uh, Peter. Um, first of all, Caitlyn Jenner. You can come after her. We don't like her. It's totally fine. Go after her as much as you want. Um, I know it was an accident when you called her Chris Jenner, but oh, I, I did. Like, I almost was like for a split second, like, what if you were being serious? And then I was like, now I kind of want to know what goes down that rabbit hole. So like, maybe there's a way in which you do that, but you're actually being serious. I don't just, know. Just, just get the names confused, you know? Yeah. They both looked like they were po uh, post-op anyways. The only, person, the only person going down rabbit holes is Brady. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, he goes down uh, double black diamonds. <laughs> That's a compliment. Uh, yeah, yeah I, I'm probably the last person I should be speaking on the Caitlyn Jenner joke, but <laughs> uh, if you're going to go that route, you could just be like, you, you can't just reap all the benefits of being a man for 60-plus years and then last-minute change sides. And you, yeah. can, you can, like, compare that to something like, I don't know, like... like Michael like Jackson? Ish, okay, I don't know. Really? Uh, no, there were no benefits of being black. I'm sorry, I fucked that up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, I think there's some comparison you can make. Like, like it, it's like it's like Ouch. it's like running. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, go ahead. Hunter, you're gonna get us all canceled. Yeah, yeah. Everybody in this fucking room, you're gonna get us all canceled. Hey, wait, but you so so you were like, did she did she earn being a woman? I think that you want to move past that as a point, as a given, and say, you you can earn changing your sex. You just buy being a different sex you know like if you have enough money you can just earn your way into being mm. a different sex you cannot however buy being a minority ah something along those lines anyway Although technically women are no women aren't a minority we just treated like one there's like aren't there more women are there's like 51 yeah, percent women 52 percent women right, yeah because men are stupid and they i like those sort. odds because <laughs> we're still marginalized we're yeah. sort are, of aren't you single okay. it is a man's world me yeah hell no boy uh, okay yeah those odds have worked out for you that's right uh, Hunter, great job. Put your hands together for Thank Hunter. Thank you, guys. Uh, just a reminder that there's a little money jar up there, and if you don't have cash on you, that's fine. You can always Venmo, uh, or Mutiny Radio Venmo. It's all one word. It's a Burton Ernie logo, which is weird. And my, um, my buddy just put our GoFundMe back up, so that's really great. So our GoFundMe is back up. So uh, we can try to raise money to stay uh, here through 2021.
All right. Um, I'm the nicest person alive, which is why, despite there being so many people, I'm letting this person go up. Put your hands together for Pancake. There was about um, thirty dollars in quarters there. <laughs> Hi, I'm Pancake. I'm Serb King. For now, there might be a coup d'état in the f near future. I um, wrote down some things the other day, but I'm gonna disregard that because. I am the last of my kind. I am a unicorn in the Bay Area. I'm the last one. The last one born of the Bay. Never moved. Though though I, I do have one family member that moved away. Television. I'll wait for <laughs> applause. Go back to the notes. <laughs> Do you think it's like stolen valor if you put fake mug shots on t-shirts? Or shot glass sized mugs? Because you're putting your mug shot on a shot glass the size, on a mug, the, uh, the size of a shot glass. Anyway, <laughs> I, like, I like the uh, fidelity. Maybe I have to speak at this this range so it doesn't <laughs> pick up every every whistle of my nose hairs. What did I write down earlier? Well, let's scroll into um, this one. I believe a woman sucking dick is feminist because if you can bite through a carrot, you can bite through a finger. And if you can bite through a finger which has bones in it, <laughs> I think I made my point with the, uh, s with the s snorting around the room behind a mask. I like that. There's only guys in here except for the one or two stragglers that, that made their way in somehow past the guard. <laughs> but not that you're a guard. I'm just saying there are I get to walk around in the middle of the night, um, Ian, and it's a privilege, I must say. They they won't they won't beat you up or mug you if you're picking your nose. Just um, and and uh, another another friend of mine was like, you can just ask act crazy, and you won't get messed with because they'll think you're. <laughs> contagious with the uh, crazies. Uh, you guys ever drink carbonated water and it doesn't settle? Me neither. Um, <laughs> NyQuil or DayQuil, okay? Green or red? Stop or go? Questions, comments, in the booth. Selfies, autographs, at the door. <laughs> Hubris, 
is showing. <laughs> Reeling it in. This, I'm waiting for someone to stand up and maybe say, hey, you're not half bad this week. <laughs> okay, okay, I get it, I get it. No, really, I've been done for like 30 seconds. So the first thing you have to do is figure out how to end your fucking set. Does anyone else have any questions or comments for Pancake? I was that good. All right, your next comedian is my new wind sister at the front for the Dead Rabbits out at Land's End in the cold, dark night. He kept me from not dying. Clap your hands together, everybody, for Peter Struckmeyer! <laughs> Oh, one more time for Pam Benjamin, everyone. Oh my God, what a what an assortment of comics we have here tonight. Somehow, I'm not going to be the most sexually explicit comic that we have here tonight. Thanks, Brady, for stealing that from me. I was told my material was too inappropriate for an open mic in the dark at Land's End on Saturday in the back of someone's RV. So, um, not really sure how to recover from that one. Uh, let's see. Will, you mentioned earlier that uh, you come across like a virgin. I, too, come across like a virgin. The Madonna video. <laughs> I just, you know, prance through the Castro in a wedding dress like, like a virgin. Touched for the very first. All right, I pay my taxes. It's fine. I did pay my taxes. Did anyone else here pay their taxes yet? Okay. Do y'all use TurboTax? Okay, some of you do, some of you don't. Yeah, it's fucked up. Like, why are they gaslighting us into paying more money than we're supposed to? Because the thing with TurboTax is, like, it's a marathon. It lulls you into this false sense of security of like, hmm, I clicked two buttons. I entered four numbers. It's looking really positive this year. I'm going to get so much money back until you don't. Because then right at mile 25 of this marathon, that is when they go in for the kill. With the confusing questions that you're like, I don't know how to answer this. Like, I guess I owe you $4,000 now. Like... Out of nowhere, they'll be like, oh, you California resident who has ordinary dividends that you must recognize a capital gain on. Like, I'm a Gryffindor? <laughs> yeah, three questions like that later, then you're like, maybe I did buy a horse in 2020. <laughs> did a lot of online shopping to combat those pandy blues. <laughs> Oh, my God. Um, I don't know if y'all have noticed my finger at all, but I have a little bit of an announcement to make. Oh, my God, 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 oh, my God. I'm still single! I have not used my penis in a long time. And it has come to the point where I have come full circle and I have found the Lord. 
Yes, I am here to announce on Mutiny Radio Live for all of you that I hereby pledge myself to the nunnery. <laughs> and not only is it going to be great because it's the righteous thing to do, it's also a great opportunity. Because think about it, the market for a sassy gay nun, like, I'm going to crush it. I just need to watch a few Madonna videos, and I am qualified. I'm qualified to be a gay nun and a backup singer for the SF Gay Men's Chorus. Uh, I'm sick of listening to irrelevant people talk about getting canceled. Like... You're not on our radar, bro. You work in IT. Like, we are not coming after your opinion. We're not listening to it. And um, I feel like I don't have time to finish this bit, but um, Free Britney. <laughs> Joke workshop material on Free Britney. This is what we need to do. We all need to come together as a unit and save her, okay? There are people who don't get how fucked up her conservatorship are. They're like, oh, it's not real. AOC made it up. Ugh. We are not going to work, bitch, until she can perform work, bitch. That's my time. Thank you, everyone. mass exodus in here, I think, to talk about Madonna, and I don't know if this is the right podcast for No, I'm kidding. Um, that, was, that, was an amazing, that was an amazing set. You always bring the energy, no matter what, no matter if it's, like, real people or, like, soulless comics. You always um, bring the energy, and I, I love that. Um, I love your act outs, and I think TurboTax is great for, like, a real audience, because everyone's yeah. not comics, but everyone else yeah. does their taxes. Um, and the finger joke was so hilarious. And I'm just wondering what else gives you the pandy blues? Because I think it's such Ooh. a cute thing, and you could call it back so many times yeah. like yeah. throughout your set. Like, Because when you do the pandy yeah, blues. Yeah, like <laughs> there, it's, I feel like pandy blues has a, has a lot of places it can go. My mind just went to Pandy's blue, pandy blues clues, and I don't <laughs> know where <laughs> I don't know what that idea is, but I'm documenting it here for the record. Pandy mm -hmm. Blues goes, um, <coughs> Sassy Gay Nun, didn't, Whoopi Goldberg was in a movie. Yes. You were oh. going to say that? No, say it, say it, say it. Oh yes. my God. That's, that's, that? you should really go, like, like you were cast. It's in San Francisco, motherfucker. Yeah. What is right? it called? It's not oh. even Sister act. act. Sister, Sister yes. Act. You could be in Sister Act 3. Yes. Yes. Upper Habit. Or whatever, you know what I mean? <laughs> you could come up with something, but yeah. that's really what I wanted to Kay. point out because a gay, sassy nun, that's a, that's a sitcom. Yes. Right? Yes. Girl, Shantae, you stay. Oh. All right, that was awesome. Um, I agree with the Pandy Blues comment, and I would get past the TurboTax stuff a little bit quicker. Yeah. Like, there was, a lot, there was a lot of deductions in there that yeah. I don't know if you qualify for. <laughs> I would just get to that part quicker. Yep. Thanks, everyone. I loved it, though. Yay, everybody clap again. Yay. Peter Struckmeyer, hooray! Yay. That's how the joke workshop works. All right, I'm super excited to see your next comedian because she's in the very middle, and she's the only one in here besides me that uh, doesn't, well, no, we do. We have tiny dicks. Clips are tiny dicks. So technically, we all have dicks in this room because all sizes matter. 
And I'm so excited that she's here and she drives from a really far away place. So please clap your hands wildly and pay attention and give her all your comments and be awesome for Christina Pickles. Yay! It's a lot of pressure to be the only woman in this room on International Women's Day, which I did not know, to be very honest. <laughs> so thank you for informing me. Uh, <laughs> My name's Christina, it's been a while. It's my first time at Joke Workshop. Um, a little bit about me, um, I'm Arab. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm usually the first Arab person that people meet. There's also no famous Arab people. So when they see me and I introduce myself, you know, because we only have terrorists and Mia Khalifa, they're usually <laughs> very wary or very turned on. Either way, I, I don't know how to handle it. Um, yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> I'm still Arab. I can't change that. But I'm no longer Muslim. Yeah. No, I left my faith when I realized there was nothing in it for me. <laughs> like nothing. <clears throat> I realized my religion, like any other religion, is better for sleeper cells and incels. <laughs> I mean, Sky Daddy promised all the incels in my religion that at the end of their boring life, <laughs> they'll get 72 versions. I'm a woman. I could have that now. <laughs> now. Oh, Happy International Women's Day. No. <laughs> I, yeah, that award system doesn't mean anything to me. Give me something I can't achieve, like my boss taking me seriously. That would be very thankful. But until Sky Daddy gets a better award system for women, I'm going to continue enjoying good whiskey kinky sex, and pepperoni pizza. Yeah. Thank you, that's what I had. <laughs> oh my gosh, that was like a fire too. You only did two minutes, but it was fucking fire. Like, seriously, your, your pacing is perfect. It was like not too fast. It was the right pace that we could hear everything. And you're super smart. Your jokes were super cerebral and that worked so well, like the faith, like everything, I have smiley faces, like you left the left of faith joke was, obviously we gave you a clap break on the 72 virgins joke. <laughs> I mean, that was, that was great. Thank that was, you. Um, Grady, what do you have to say? I just wanna say, I can't believe that, that this is your first time at Joke Workshop, because those were all workshop jokes. <laughs> you are just doing a great job. I mean, I know that you're awesome. new to this and everything. I just wanna I say live that in like, Livermore. that was a hot <laughs> too. It was really, really great. <laughs> yeah, I did. Oh. Any other? compliments or, or comments i mean it was great the only thing i could say is that you know um use all your time so yeah. next yeah. time like if you have the full four minutes and i haven't honked you yet y you can always you can always like be like okay so that was my material and now i'm in a riff or do, you could do just, crowd work or you could yeah. practice or you could tap dance or do whatever the fuck you want that's that's what i'm having a hard time with it feels like i'm up here for an hour <laughs> so like i have more jokes but i yeah yeah i'll get better take notes people thanks guys that was great. Um, well, clap your hands together, everybody, for Christina Pickles. Yay! She grinded. That was 
that was great. All right, your next comedian. Uh, he's super cold, otherwise he'd show you his awesome shirt he's wearing today. Put your hands together, everybody, for Tyler Scott. Well, she had the nerve to ask me if I planned to do her any harm. <laughs> so look here, I put her on the back of my bike, you know, we went riding down my <laughs> Bought a rooster today. There we go. Prepare. All right. Never have enough hands. All right, Pam. I promised I'd come with a set list today, and we got up to three bullet points. All right. So I on I I also like a lot of people standing outside learned that it was International women's day so it's a very appropriate day for me to single-handedly solve gender relations <laughs> i'm just kidding but i am gonna try and say fuck you bitch and have you think it's adorable <laughs> um so i have been spending the last few years like doing all the side hustle things all of the obnoxious cliche your friends have beat your ears up about over the last several years you know keywords drop shipping entrepreneur what's what's the other one what's the other one uh, only fans only fans um, but you know like until you can figure out fuck you money try to find yourself a fuck you bitch like for real uh, like much cheaper in most cases like the the, the, the startup capital is much more forgiving um, but you know what? You find somebody who like supports you after you like fuck up a venture or like you know quit your job or like bomb a set and still like holds you close, like you know helps you get through the night. And sometimes we all need to be little spits. Um, so yeah, back on the so uh, yeah, I guess International Women's Day. We're we're talking about women. So I was raised by a strong. It's weird to do this set in front of a bunch of dudes. <laughs> And Pam, so Pam, I promise this isn't like an attack on you, <laughs> but in women in general. So uh, no, but I was raised by a strong, independent, single mom who like fucking crushed it. Taught me the difference between like good and bad, how to like keep a room clean and like, you know, treat somebody right. And most importantly, how to spot a cunt and that is a skill that is like seriously lacking. I mean, we're, we're just like letting them have free fucking reign over shit. I mean, like, uh, like you, you learn the right language and you can, you, you, you can walk into a sphere and dominate, which are some of the words they're fucking using. Like, man, like, I mean, it's, there's you know, so many sweethearts out there that I fucking forgot. Like, like, like mo most of the, mo the country, most of the world, I mean, I realize that we're in a bubble. I'm in the heart of San Francisco. I just left a college town. Like, you know, the, the, the representation of, like, the internet and, like, the chick at Phil's who's going to get fired in three weeks, like, like, isn't representative of, you know, genders. I mean, like, we, like, face to face, I haven't found a dude or a chick who, like, I don't find common ground with, like, any context any situation and like I think most of us beyond a certain age certain amount of life experience like just come to terms with like you know 
dudes are, or like boys are dumb, girls are weird. I mean, just get the fuck over it. I mean, like, like th that's never going away. We're gonna need to work together and you know complement each other's you know strengths and weaknesses. And now I feel like I'm doing a tag talk. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, thank you, Pam. Um, shit. All right. So that's that's enough of skirting the women line. Um, what else do I got? Oh, I got a joke about jerking off. That one's fun. Um, so yeah. So pre, you know, finding someone to little spoon me, um, I was doing a lot of self-completion, and but I, I found that it was like much less about like you know the 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 and like I had gotten to the point in the relationship where like the, the the spice was gone. So like I wasn't really in it for like you know the the, the foreplay or the like like you know, the, the actual, like, act anymore. Like, I, so I was doing a variation of The Stranger where, like, instead of, like, sitting on my... Do you know The Stranger? You sit on your hand, and then your hand goes goes numb, and then it feels like somebody's, somebody swiped right on you, and, 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 and you're not in the room alone. But anyway, so, like, so it wasn't just about the, the physical act anymore, so I would do the whole arm, so at least I could cuddle after. Um, that's my time. Thank you, Pam. Yeah. Where can we just hang out? Tyler! Stay hydrated, Hydration Nation. Gotta get that in there, branding. Yay, it's Ladies Month or whatever. Um, it was a great opening, and I had put a big smiley face. I think you're really entertaining. The, um, there was one point where I was, I mean, I, you're very personable on stage, and you're just entertaining to watch and to like, it's like you're just having a conversation with us, and um, that's great. I would just, Try to cut out the like. That's the only Shit. thing I can yeah. say. Yeah. Other than that, it was um last week. We're, right. We're well, it's it's just. But you're so personable on stage. You, you can really say anything, and it's fine. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, you Josh. do. You're great with the crowd. You're, you you have a natural way of talking, and so you don't need to worry as much. I think one of the rules is like play to the smartest level in the room. You know, it's better to not explain something because you have great punches. But they're kind of, for me, getting caught up in that you're, like, stopping to explain a thing here and there. Fuck explaining it. Like, just get the laugh from the people that get it, and other people will just laugh at those people laughing, even if they don't get it. It's better to get that laugh out of the people that get it and just get to the punch because you had funny punches. Actually, I actually haven't heard that before. Yeah. Like, go back and listen tonight and, like, just go underline your punches and just, like, just fucking, like, stab me. Just, get you know, get to me. Yeah. Get to me quick. Don't explain uh, stuff like just this. Just get in there. All right. Yeah. We're gonna hang out later, man. Yeah. <laughs> Tyler, Tyler. Are there any? Are there any? No, great set. Comments? Great set. Thanks, man. Questions, positive compliments. This guy's always got something to say. <laughs> well, clap right. your hands in a wild, slappy-like motion for Tyler Scott! Yay! <laughs> I'm going again. <laughs> Your next comedian, he has a show every Friday here from 4 to 6, uh, and he has more shows than just that. It's called the JW Megawag, but he's also the creator and purveyor and curator of Tiki Desk Concerts, which yeah. are super awesome, and you should subscribe to that immediately. But right now, you get to see him. He's doing jokes now, which is awesome. He's just building his repertoire. Put your hands together, everybody, for JW Blunt. Wow, quite an introduction. Thank you, Pam. Thanks for all that you do. Gosh, you know, so Peter, you're talking about taxes. 
and it sounded like you were the only person in the room that had done their taxes. I personally am not looking forward to it because it's a real pain in the IRS. <laughs> this Tiki Desk concert thing is pretty, I don't know. It was funny how I found uh, this place. So I, I got this, um, I was living downtown in the Tenderloin on the top floor of this, this place in the, in, the, in the loin. And I got to a certain point where I was like, hey, you know, maybe I should find like a bigger spot, you know, like a one bedroom place with a, you know, an actual kitchen. And um, so I, I found this uh, place and my landlord, my landlords are actually Chinese. They're, you know, they're great. But, you know, English is their second or third language. So on the actual subject line, it said one bedroom, large private desk, like a desk that you sit in, but they meant large private deck. I guess deck is code for something else too. But, um, <laughs> So between that and they're calling, you know, Bernal Heights, you know, if you know where El Rio is there. So they're calling that Bernal Heights now. I'm like, no way. That's outer mission. What are you talking about? So between the private desk, them calling it Bernal Heights, I was like, this is for certainly a scam. The next email they're going to send me is for me to wire them $6,000 overseas. (laughs) And I thought for certainly it was a scam. Like there was no doubt in my mind that it was a scam. But then they said that they were having an open house. And so I was still skeptical, but when I was able to look it up on Google Earth and saw the deck, and I was like, if this is real, this is the rarest thing ever. And I must have been the only person to show up with approval income and a credit score. Um, but, you know, I know I only have four minutes, so I was going to say that there was um, some people that I had over at my you know, place who were watching the, the Warriors game, you know, back in the finals. And um, I, had, I was playing some guitar on the deck. <laughs> and uh, someone had taken a video of it. And then uh, this person ended up finding out, oh, it's like, oh, I know him. I know him. And um, then her and her friends were talking about my big deck. <laughs> Freaking hilarious. Yeah, so, um, yeah, the whole thing, there was so many fun People, I mean, there was a lot of good people that came up tonight. That was really fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, you know, I was uh, in the, you know, out doing some outdoor dining. I was with a couple of friends and somebody came up to me and I feel like when a stranger comes up to you in this pandemic, it's like pretty forward. You know, it's like, okay. So this girl, she asked me if I have a, a girlfriend and I said, no. And then she asked me if I had a boyfriend and I said, no, I said I was by myself. And then she took it, <laughs> but actually, <laughs> yeah, that was a real thing. And I actually, <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> couldn't believe it. I don't know. I, I purposely have been leaving my guitar at home because I'm so obsessed with playing guitar that, you know, the whole dating thing with me, it's like, okay, like, what's up with the whole guitar thing? Like, you're always have the guitar and you're playing guitar. It's just, Something wrong with you? <laughs> so I've been trying to uh, to break that by uh, dabbling. And um, yeah, you know the one time a truck driver's a rock star? When they're hauling oats. <laughs> I think Pam knows that one. Happy International Women's Day. I've never heard that hauling oats joke, but boy, do I like it. I love hauling oats, yeah. Um, large private desk. I'd just change it to, to large private dick. I mean, you might as well from the get-go, because you already explained that they're second or third language. 
And then it's like, that can be funny. I would just lie about the story. Because then if you go to the apartment and you're like looking for this large private dick. Um, anyways, I, that's an odd. <laughs> I, I, but I, everything you did today, I laughed, I laughed so many times. And it was, it, you had a great, you had a great set today. Uh, comments from Ian. Yeah, literally the same thing. The punchline has to be your large deck. Um, so you could be like, uh, so I, I think I kind of missed this. So she was taking pictures of you. Why? Oh, so I was playing guitar on on the right. deck. Yeah. And so someone had taken a, a video of it, and then this person's friend who I knew. Okay. And um, okay. had saw it. It's like, oh, I know him. Okay. So, so I guess you could be like, I thought they were like talking about me because it's great how cool, how great I was at guitar, but really they were just infatuated with my big deck. That's good. I like to that. Like drive it home a little bit. That's good. I feel like I can make punchlines for everyone yeah, but you're myself. Punchlines like, for all of us today. It's amazing. <laughs> uh, Josh, do that by myself, but it is so fire. Do yeah, it just like that every <laughs> night, ma'am. Just like how you just told that story was so hilarious. Oh, that um, was that was super great. What was it? Oh, it was um. Why do I carry around a guitar? Like, dude, you could do that for like two minutes. You could do that. Like, just <laughs> explore that. I carry around a guitar because trying to get laid. Because I'm not trying to get laid. Because I, I wouldn't want to have sex with anybody that would have sex with a guy based on the fact that he's carrying a guitar. Like, etc. Like, there's so many tags. <laughs> I'm trying not to carry a guitar because I'm trying to do comedy. Or th- I thought it was Tag funny because up. you were you were saying about you didn't want to have a guitar because you didn't want to be perceived in a certain way. But now you're doing comedy. Like, it is way better to have a guitar and be perceived, perceived as a guitarist yeah. than it is or as like a comic. Or, like, because Mariso I'm in comedy and I don't want people to think I'm a music comic because music comics suck. <laughs> <laughs> you'll, as, you, as you hang out with more comedians, you'll, like, start to – things will – your brain sort of changes after a while. Like, like, right now you're still a real person, so your brain is thinking in, like, actual stories that really happened that are funny, and that's good. Um, but that. eventually, and keep that, but eventually it's going to morph into like, you can lie, you can make up stories, you can think of some, I mean, you can do anything. Um, and, and that'll all come, you know, you know how music works. I mean, you could even bring your guitar and do that too. I mean, whatever. You're beautiful. There's only one yeah, Josh Conner. You're just beautiful. Yeah. No. Just keep being on stage. Just keep, just keep doing no. it. Also. You're bringing back the old school comedy thing when everybody used to wear like suits. This is just a coincidence. Yeah. That oh I'm no! I'm, I'm yeah, sure you look fucking you, classy, dude. That's important. That, that's how they used to dress. Like comics in the '80s, you would not go to the comedy store wearing jeans, like unless you were like Polly Shore and it was your mom, and you're like, oh, fuck this place. But like everyone else would have to wear jacket, tie, because no one would take you seriously. And so yeah. you've got a serious it's a coincidence. Look. <laughs> Maybe I should rock it though. Rocking it. Yep. Pulling it off. Everybody clap wildly. Beautiful. JW Blunt. And listen to his show, the JW Megawake show. Uh, you can download it at Mutiny Radio and check out Tiny Tiki Desk concerts. They're they're amazing. And uh, they're all safe. They're on his back. They're outside on the deck and the sun's gonna be coming out and and uh, things are things are going well. All right. Your next comedian, he had a really, really great impromptu, didn't know he was going to do a set, but then, like, killed it last Friday. Clap your hands together, everybody, for Henry! Well, this is a surprise. I didn't think I was going to come up today. <laughs> You're on the list. Oh, this is Will's fault. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm usually here for moral support, you know? Like, it's kind of crazy because my mind's all scattered right now because, like, I was trying to find parking and this guy was, like, nonstop honking his horn. So, like, it kind of got me pissed off, so I stepped on my brakes. I don't know if that was the right move, but I was, like, ready to fight. <laughs> uh, so now that that's out of the way. Um, so I, I was going to talk about my job history. Um, I think it's kind of boring, but people think it's funny. So I'm going to tell you guys about how I got fired from all of them. <laughs> so my first job, I was a driver's assistant. Um, my job was helping the, the truck driver with his deliveries. And um, I decided to get my driver's license. So I make an appointment, and I, t I, t I try to get a day off. And um, I go get my license, and I come back all happy, and I get fired for taking the day off. Which, which is kind of ironic because like I need, I was driving like a U-Haul, and being brown, I was kind of scared uh, uh, driving without a license because I could get pulled over for anything. My second job, um, I was working. Oh wait, I fucked that up. I forgot to mention that the person who fired me was my dad. My second job, I was working at Farmer John's. I don't know if you guys know what that is. Um, yeah, I never expected to see a pig being sawed in half. Did you guys know you guys could get a ticket for um, jaywalking? Those guys are losers. <laughs> so anyways, um, I had to go to court for jaywalking. Um, so I had to take a day off for that and they didn't appreciate that, so that, I mean, yeah, I got let go for that. <laughs> My third job was kind of boring. I mean, I made magnets. <laughs> uh, so fast forward a couple of years, I uh, moved to San Francisco. I worked at Columbus Salami. My job title there was being a salami stuffer. You know how interesting that I made my dating life? Every time someone would ask me what I do for a living, I'm a, I told them I'm a salami stuffer. <laughs> they literally thought I was an escort. <laughs> so, yeah, some, some of my dates ended pretty quick. Um, so now um, I'm a gardener for Wreck and Park. It's a pretty fun job. Uh, working in the panhandle is kind of crazy, you know. Um, there's people that don't wear masks. They're always coughing at me, <laughs> which is kind of scary. So every time I'm, I'm, I'm on the hurricane, it's a, it's a ride-on blower, which is um, two of my favorite things, riding and blowing. <laughs> um, every time I see someone without a mask, I, I turn the power all the way up because like, I'm trying to protect myself, you know? Like, I don't, I'm not trying to get the coronavirus. So like, Am I the asshole or are they the assholes for not wearing a mask? I don't know, it's kind of like 50-50, mm, right? Uh, yeah, so that's my job history. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Yay! Oh, Henry, there's so many amazing things from today that you said and did. First, you finished exactly at four minutes, which is amazing. Like, your timing was perfect. My first perfect. time. It was perfect. And you're, you're, um, 
you're spot on with your delivery. It's like, it's, it's so fun. I don't know if you're meaning to do it or if it's just you, but your timing is like so fun. I mean, the whole, like, that you forgot to mention that it was your dad was really great. And when you were going, you're so deadpan. It's great. And then you say that it was, it was I loved all of that. And, um, and having, going through your jobs is a really great way if you're a, a new comedian to structure, like, how you want your jokes to go if they're a story thing. Like, because you know where you're going. You know your jobs. You know what you've had. And so it can help you, like, remember. And it's also nice because the audience knows okay, he's talking about jobs, and like we're all on board with that. So that was great. Other comments? Okay, that was fabulous, as Friday. Um, I obviously love the salami stuffer job the most, <laughs> <laughs> and the writing blowing, um, but I also wanted to know more about the magnet making. I feel like that's so <laughs> random. Like, what did you make magnets of? Like, like no. what were they? All I know is that like the the small magnets were for pacemakers, and the and the huge magnets that weigh like ninety pounds were for battleships. That's oh damn! Oh, so they weren't like refrigerator oh. magnets. I thought you were making refrigerator ma magnets. Me too. I thought it was like dildos for your refrigerator yeah. or something. <laughs> it, it, it was kind of boring the way the way I got fired. It's like um, the company hired a guy from Germany. The guy made some bad decisions. Like he bought a building that we did not need and got like more than half of us laid off. <laughs> There's well. definitely something there to like, he just casually bought a building that he didn't need. Like <laughs> who casually just buys a building? Like, <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. I love everything. I was, I was just thinking they were refrigerator magnets. So I was thinking like of little bunnies or letters or poems, like I don't know, but ma they were like real magnets. And maybe it doesn't matter what the job was, just that you say magnets, it's like, okay, how the fuck do they work? Um, yeah, so, so, like, so like another thing that I forgot to mention is that, like, I suffer from anxiety, so, like, these jobs are perfect for me because um, I don't have to deal with people, you know? <laughs> and, and also, like, it helped me with my Spanish, even though, like, I'm Hispanic, like, my Spanish wasn't good. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good take uh, for your yeah, gardener definitely. thing. Now that you you're know? a gardener, you finally learned how to speak Spanish. That's very funny. Um, <laughs> I, actually, a majority of the gardeners from Reckon Park are white. <laughs> oh, what? See, that's funny, too. Well, it subverts, I mean, humor, when you like take a comedy class, they say, well, what's funny? And the technical like thing that makes people laugh is a subversion of the expected. So we expect you to say something about a trope about like Hispanic people. And then when you flip it and it's not, we're gonna be yeah. like, oh. Yeah, you just, you just addressed my note, which is that there was a couple of times when I thought you were going to pop out and do some sort of thing about how, because like you were saying, I could pull over for anything. Like all these times when you could be highlighting how brown you are, all the different shades of brown you are, you know, all these things. Like, I just jumping in. Like I, I sometimes forget that I'm brown because like, um, See? I'm 43% um, Eastern European, according to my 23andMe. Uh, yeah, so, so like I could get pulled over any time because I forget that I'm brown. Yeah, yeah. that's a great show. There you go. All right, thank you. Well, yeah, wait, I got one more thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, like, like what Pam was saying, where it was just like, yeah, I started, my, my Spanish started getting better with all these jobs, so I just skipped the middleman and became a gardener, but the irony was that all the gardeners were white. So yeah. I think that could be a good little, like, twist. So, um, so like, if I had more time, I would yeah. I would try to do crowd work mm -hmm. and, 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 like, like um, say, can, can you guys think of, um, uh, do you guys know what job I do? Um, think, can, um, 
very typical for a um, Hispanic person. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, what kind of job do you think I do? Yeah, oh yeah, that's yeah, good. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Perfect, okay, cool. Yeah, rad. Everybody clap your hands together for Henry, <laughs> And he didn't even know he was going up <laughs> because because your next comedian just timed him up willy-nilly. Your next comedian, he also has an amazing show here at Mutiny Radio. It's on Thursdays from 6 to 8, and it's called Funny People, including your next comedian. Put your hands together for Will Brown. Yes. Oh, my God. It's hard getting in here with all the riffraff out on the sidewalk. Am I right? Ugh. The mission's going downhill, you guys. All right, does anybody, now that it's just us nerds, um, does anybody like mixed metaphors? For example, let's run these new jokes up the flagpole and see what sticks. Okay, so I have some relationship advice which some people might need. Uh, these are kinky tips from a gay guy with straight hair for straight people mostly. Sorry, Peter. Okay, so um, let's see. Tip number one, ladies. Pam. Okay, if you come home to your man after a hard day at work and his delicate little I work from home hands are not willing to give you a massage, you should choke him from the sides of the neck, <laughs> not the middle. Because if you collapse his his uh, <laughs> if you collapse his void his windpipe, he won't be able to give you consent <laughs> to keep on choking him. Um, and consent is important, you guys. Let's be clear about that on Women's Day. <laughs> hey, pancake. Um, okay. On conversely, like if he lazy and smokes weed all the time, you got to nip that rosebud in the bud. Um, peg him in the bud, and he'll like you more, right, Peter? He'll like you more, I promise. Um, and you know, like if he has trouble getting a job, pull his hair, but not from where places where he already balding from, okay? Uh, random bald spots are hard to explain in a job interview, and you don't want that. You do not want that. Uh, grab him from the back of the mullet. It's better. <laughs> He'll pay attention. Okay, and for the ladies, Christina Pickles, don't close the door on her. Let her in. Uh, for the ladies, okay. Uh, <laughs> if he has a hard time getting along with his family, you need to be a good role model. So invite your sister over for a three-way. <laughs> okay. Okay, and guys, um, if you try, guys, straight guys, where are my straight guys at? Ian, all right, this guy, what's your name? David. David, okay. So straight guys, if you're trying to get a girl to like you, it's all about working the angles, you know? So like if your girl really like jewelry, you should make sure that you have a curvy dick. <laughs> it's, it's almost as good as having a big dick, but, um, It'll, trust me, it'll make her forget all about jewelry. <laughs> if you have a curvy dick, you can get her at the right angles. Oh my God, what else? Okay, so another thing is, okay, say your girl likes to cuddle, but you get all sweaty and you don't like it, just make sure that she stay warm in other ways. 
Okay, so for example, make sure that she's getting paid what she's worth, you know? Not 73 cents on a dollar and not minimum wage. You give her maximum wage, you get maximum pussy. You know what I'm saying? Okay, and if your girlfriend wants you to say, I love you more often, but you're not really comfortable with that, don't tell her she's too emotional. Just start crying and tell her some good things that you did for your mom lately. It provokes a similar feeling, okay? Um, if she kinky, go ahead and tie her up. Go down on her and tell her what's better about bonds than stocks for long-term investments. <laughs> okay, stocks and bondage, people. Stocks will go down, but bondage will help you keep it up. Okay, that's all. Thank you. Yeah. Will Brown rocking the new jokes. Damn. Fire. Uh, <laughs> Hell yeah. You can, can you just like intro that whole thing with like, I'm going to call this a segment called like gay tips on pussy because I know more okay. than you straight men do. <laughs> and you're stupid and I'm smart and here it is. Because I just love, I love you explaining all that stuff. It's gold. Thank you. Golden. Fabulous, per usual. Um, <laughs> similar to that, like I love the opening of it just being like, like sex tips for straight people by a gay man. I just wanted to like with each of these, like I just wanted you to bring it back to like, how do you know that like this is the optimal way to like what is like the experience that you had that like, you know, you can oh, speak from personal experience. I got experience. Way Peter. Yeah, like. I like that's like for the ones that it makes sense to. I just wanted the like bring back to okay. you, like the like where you derive the experience from. That's okay. fabulous. All right, that's fabulous. I'll tell you all about it. <laughs> Please do. Yeah, I, I like the I like the whole. Pre I don't have any comment, but I got a question. What is the uh, what did you write the joke on? That that piece of paper was that like? Oh my god, <laughs> I take copious notes, Ian. I'm very organized. No, no, but it was like it was like adjectives and nouns for like it oh like a, like a second grader's like worksheet. Oh girl, it's like on the back. I I re reduce, reuse, recycle. I reuse yeah. everything. Yeah. Any scrap piece of paper I find, it goes back in the printer because there's another side to print on. Beautiful. So. All right, Thank cool. That's all. I was just curious. I, I just thought that was funny. You're saying like all these like perverse things, and it's just like you know, jump. And it's a worksheet on the yeah, back. Yeah, jump, run. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, Ian. Uh, clap your hands together, everybody, for Will Brown. All is which is great. Okay, so. Um, sadly, we have to end the comment section of tonight because we have people left. We have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven people on the list. We have David, Ed, Dane, Josh, Xavier, Mike, and Jen. And we only have 20, we have 33 minutes left. So um, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven divided by, so uh, we're gonna do Three and a half minute sets. I'm gonna honk you at three, but there'll be time for people. Please remember we can only have eight people inside at a time with masks. And I really appreciate your donations to Mutiny Radio either in the bucket or you can always Venmo at Mutiny Radio. And we have a new GoFundMe, so that's super exciting. That's on our website and all that stuff. Your next comedian, clap your hands together for David. Oh, baby, come to make it 
Is it okay if I do uh, my open mic from over here, sitting down? <coughs> just kidding. <sighs> yeah. Really sexy shower curtains, I'm not going to lie. Very nice. Mark Norman. Please get out of here. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. Thanks, buddy. Very handsome man. Um, my brother, he was my babysitter. Uh, he was the worst. Uh, when I was five, he asked if I want to go play tag. So he took me tagging on the side of the freeway. Shh. Little bro, don't smell it. <laughs> then he got really, like, the cops pulled up and he got really mad at me because I wanted to play freeze tag. Shh. Just leave without me. I want to be it. Cops and robbers instead. Um, moving on. Um, yeah, so in college, uh, it's, it's really hard to be honest when you're uh, filling out those financial aid questions. You know, sometimes I'm just like, oh man, you know, maybe I should put my mom as a you know, cartel or maybe I'll get a scholarship for that or something, <laughs> you know. Maybe I'll get something out of that. Um, yeah. You know, I play a lot of Call of Duty, so maybe I could be a veteran. <laughs> yeah, maybe I could be a veteran. Um, moving on. Uh, when, I was, uh, when I was little, uh, my dad, he was my soccer coach. So I got to see both sides. Uh, you know, when he talked to the players. Okay, guys, we have a good theme. I see, I see a lot of potential. Versus when he talks alone in his room. Oh, why am I doing this? Why, why am I doing this? The team mom keeps giving them halftime snacks. She gives them checks mixed. They need reality checks. We're losing 12-0. Are you serious, Gloria? And David keeps telling everybody I'm his dad. That's embarrassing. He sucks. And Jose keeps bringing his basketball shoes to practice. Come on, Jose. And his parents are always late to pick him up, so I have to stay and wait. I want to go home and watch George Lopez tonight. <laughs> ay, ay, ay. Híjole. Chingao. Ay. Um, yeah, moving on. Um, yeah, yeah, I tell these jokes to uh, my mom, and, you know, she's always, like, uh, I ask for feedback. She's like, mijo, you're so cute. I'm like, mom, try to be funny. I hate you. I told my grandma I want to be a comedian, my abuelita, of course. She was like, oh, you want comida? Okay, make a quesadilla. <laughs> I'm like, nana, I said comedian, not comida. But sure, I'll take a quesadilla. <laughs> Just switch it for cheddar. I don't want queso ranchero. Hurts my tummy. Okay. <laughs> All right, I think that's my time. Thank you, everybody. <laughs> for three and a half minutes, but that was super funny. Thank yeah, you so much for doing it. All right, we're moving right along. Your next comedian, also from Sacramento. Clap your hands in a wild slappy-like motion for Ed. Ah, oh, man, where's my... Oh, okay. 
comedy condom. It's like the best thing in the world right now. It kind of sounds like it, right? Just give me a second. Don't touch it. Don't touch it. You're going to make it go. Oh, damn, it's soft. Oh. Oh, man. Thank you guys for having me. Oh, this is great. I love this place. It's like, it reminds me of, uh, what's his name? Beck? Yeah, it looks like the place Beck was born. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Where it's at? I got two turntables. Oh, man. So, uh, oftentimes, uh, in my age, uh, when you run into relationships, you oftentimes find yourself as a parent by proxy. Um, and one time, um, one of my proxy children, uh, she came to me crying. <laughs> What's the matter, little girl? They called me an African booty scratcher. And I was like, oh, that's fucked up. I haven't heard that shit in a while. But it made me, it perplexed my mind. I'm like, well, what is an African booty scratcher? Is it an African that scratches booties? Is it some kind of contraption that scratches booties, but made from Africa? Or is it a, maybe perhaps somebody who's not African who scratches booties of Africans? So I'm like, you know, it's a tough one. I'm sorry, little girl, have some milk. Um, Oh man, this whole COVID thing, man, this is like, it's like it's crazy, man. Gain some weight, right? Gain like a couple extra pounds. I've been like doing this thing where I was like, well, I don't want to throw all these shirts away. So, <laughs> so like, I've been like doing this thing where I take those shirts and then I've been, the smaller shirts, right? I've been like using them as spanks to try to like hold, <laughs> you know, hold it all in, you know? But I'm, like running into the situation, you know, like every time I get out of my car, like my Spanx like rides up to like just <laughs> below my male breast. And now I got sports bras going on, you know, I got this like sports bra action. And I'm like, this is not the look I've achieved. Cause you know, people can see the line, you know. Yeah, my mom, she's blind. You know, she's like recently blind. I like helping her out one day and I, but now she like touched my hair. And she's like, she's like, oh, you got your hair cut like a woman. And I was like, Ma, this is like, no, this is like the style. I, you know, I, I, you know, I love women. So it's like, yeah, you now you're, now you're a dyke. And I was like, that is, that is offensive. Right? Nah. But yeah, I guess, you know, because, oh man. So, you know, I was, uh, where Mike, where I come from, you know, the part of Sacramento I'm from, a little suburby. And uh, one day I went and I watched like two movies and I think I got this like karmatic like situation where I see the horn, you don't have to blow it, I got you, thank you. Uh, <laughs> I got in this situation, they pulled me over, you know, and I was like, this is like, this is because I watched, you know, Endgame and Deadpool 2 at the same time, this is it. And you know, they're like cracking whips at the place where I'm like, like there's a park and there's like these white kids, they like crack whips, which I don't understand why. I understand why into this day and age you have to crack whips. It's like they're waiting for slavery to return. You're like getting that shit ready again. And then uh, I get pulled over and the guy, you know, the officer, he pulls, you know, he takes me out of the car. He asks me if I had any weapons. I said, I had some nunchucks. He's like, get the fuck out the car. And then so I'm like, but they got whips. He's like, that's not illegal. So he searches me, right? He searches me. He like does this maneuver where he like reaches, he grabs the front of my cross and he slides it slowly up my ass crack. And I'm like, well, that is oddly thorough, 
But uh, then he did it again, right? And then his partner pulls up, and he's like, oh, the old African booty scratcher. Hey, I'm Ed Johnson, guys. Thank you. Keep it going for Ed, everyone. Wow. Hot fire. Moving along with the Sacramento boys, put your hands together for Dane. I always exile the mic stand off stage. <laughs> Can't have that shit on stage with me. I'm aware that I look like Keanu Reeves' autistic son, all right? <laughs> so you don't need to tell me. Um, I, uh, I'm, I'm 21 now. There's not really anything that I'm looking forward to uh, being able to do anymore when I'm older, because, you know, I can drink now. Um, so I really miss those, like, childhood moments of just pure joy, you know, like when the ice cream truck would roll by and you'd hear the jingle and you'd just know that you were going to go get your uh, favorite treat, you know, that just pure moment of blissful anticipation. Um, but uh, luckily, I lived in Hollywood recently in uh, L.A., and they have something really similar to that in L.A. Um, they don't have an ice cream truck, but uh, they have homeless transsexual prostitutes that ride around <laughs> on bicycles, and they blast hip-hop through their boom boxes to advertise their services. So I'll hear, California knows how to party, and I'm just like, oh boy, I'm going to go get my dick sucked. Great, it makes me feel like I'm 10 years old again, honestly. Oh man, when I was 10 years old, the ice cream truck man used to just suck my dick all day long. <laughs> I guess with cancel culture and everything now, you'd have me believing that uh, there's something wrong with that, you know? I guess Joe Biden would want to cancel the ice cream truck driver. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> stupid, uh, stupid libtarded elites, am I right? <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, I, I moved to Sacramento recently, and since it's COVID, you know, I didn't know how to go about meeting people. I, I don't really like social media and online stuff, but I realized, you know, I live uh, right next to a park, and a park is kind of like, you know, that must have been where people met each other back in the day, you know? So uh, I thought, you know, maybe I'll go try to meet people in the park, but I realized is that if you, what I realized is that if you see me and the only context is that I'm in a park, the only thing that you must be thinking is that I want to sell you drugs. I mean, I feel like I just look like I want to sell you drugs. If you see someone like me and I'm in a park, probably I want to sell you drugs. I go up to, to you know, people trying to <laughs> talk and hang out. I would go try to find other college students, and they're like, no, 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 we don't need, <laughs> don't need any acid. <laughs> We're good. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, you guys know uh, Motley Crue as that song, Shout at the Devil, that, uh, that song? Um, I feel like with all the horrible, graphic, obscene lyrics and metal about, you know, bodily entrails and all the, you know, violent acts they describe, Motley Crue should really have been able to come up with something better to do with the devil than yell at him, <laughs> you know? Like, they have, like, crazy L.A. brain or something. They, they're going to take the devil to therapy and, you know, speak their truth to him. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes you got to do more than yell at the devil, you guys. You got to keep that in mind. <laughs> 
Um, all right, I'll, uh, I'll leave you on this one. Um, you guys ever see those, uh, you know, warnings before Adult Swim shows? The following is for mature audiences only. Yeah. How do they manage to make the word mature mean exactly the opposite of what it means? What? Like, they, I mean, I get the need for a warning, but I mean, calling South Park mature, really calling Cartman mature? I mean, that, what? What are we talking about? But what if one day they played that warning and then turned on, like, Citizen Kane or something? All the stoned college kids watching would be like, I do not understand this at all. This really is mature content. I need, <laughs> I need to spark notes this shit or something. <laughs> oh, man, dude, I've, I'm taking a philosophy class. I've been spark noting a lot of uh, Plato and, and Socrates lately. It's, uh, it's a jam. I'm just, I'm just talking right now. I'm really fucking lonely. This is the end of my set. <laughs> <laughs> funniest things you said is Socrates never wrote anything down. Plato wrote down what Socrates thought, but his entire thing was all about that thought is everything, and so he never wrote anything down. So it's amazing that we still have his thoughts with us today because someone else wrote them down. Anyway, you're next to me. I didn't mean to TED talk you. I'm sorry. It's just <laughs> every once in a while I'm like, I have degrees and stuff, and I actually know stuff. Your next comedian, put your hands together for Josh Kahn. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's gotten late and only the nerds are left here, right? We're all nerds. Shout out to the nerds. And we still got some gay over here on this side of the room, so that's cool. We got some gay, we got some nerd. The second go, okay, it could go okay. Okay, so the nerd thing. I feel like it's a nerd fantasy pretty frequently that, like, nerd incels, like, they want to fuck Mrs. Fantastic from the Fantastic Four. You know, like her powers, she's all stretchy and shit. So they're like, oh, she could like, oh, she could like coil up into like a slinky thing and like jack off my dick with like super springiness and like all like, and cause my, and I'm like, you nerds are fucking stupid, man. The last thing that she's going to want to do when she gets home at the end of the day is work more. <laughs> it's not going to work out. Um, laundry day. Laundry day. Um, black beanies are really a lot harder to keep track of. Black beanies, and that's not a commentary on, that's not, I'm not being racist, it's just a commentary on laundry. People, my girlfriend has, my girlfriend's super, super white. My girlfriend, she got her 23 and me back, it was just a blank sheet of white paper. Um, <laughs> we, I just, the other day, I was figuring out, cause she cut her hair short, and I was like, figuring out, like, honey, you got a pointy head. And she's like, yeah, it's for fitting into that sheet. She said it, not me. Dude, like people act like I hate white people. I don't hate white people. I hate white purple. <laughs> Fucking lavender, lilac, what is that shit? <laughs> Fucking white purple. Fuck white purple. Black velvet. <laughs> right? Crown royal. What am I doing? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> so uh, I got to talk about this, and this is where I'll get canceled. But uh, the other... So on, on the show last time, remember the guy who was like, put the microphone closer to your face? Remember that guy that was like over there? He was saying some good things and like he got with it after, after a bit, but he was very like trans, homophobic, like, and like being all about stuff. I was sitting right there with my girlfriend. I, honestly, I almost, and I didn't do it because it breaks, you can't do this, but like I wanted to turn around and throw my beer at him. Like just at his feet or something like that, just to be like, dude, shut the fuck up, dude. You know where the fuck you are? You're in San Fran fucking Cisco, dude. Trans America Tower. Trans all over 
America. And this guy was like rrr, 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 about some shit. I was like, dude, shut the fuck up. That's why we got sales force tower. It's not sales consent tower because of fucking dicks like this fucking guy. So here's my fucking solution for National Women's Day and for everything really is just fucking fuck all the straight people. Let's just fucking let's put the straight people in camps. OK, let's fucking kill all the straight people. <laughs> Straight men, straight women. We need a society comprised entirely of gay people, right? I'm being dead serious. Let's do it. Let's just have a society only of uh, only of gay people. The thing that's stopping this from happening is that gay people can't, uh, gay men can't have children together. The only guy so far that's been doing that is that has got a uterus installed in him that work was Arnold Schwarzenegger. Like, how is that still like, ah, I'll put the baby in me, Danny DeVito, ah, 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 I'm coming, my third trimester, gotta rush me to the hospital, make sure you have my iPod for the birthing mix, ah, ah, ah. Like, how is he the only one that got, um, because that's what you need to have. You need, this is how you change the right. You, you have the, the, the trope now is that, the, you know, the kind of right-leaning guy goes home with a sex worker and blah, blah, blah. And then like, oh, she had a dick. And he like has to tell his buddy, like has this story of shame, right? So now here's what we got to have. Go, go to the next level. Give that person a uterus so that he's going to his buddy and he's being like, oh man, the other night I was so drunk and I, I fucked a tranny. And uh, the worst part is, is I fucking got her pregnant. And you'll notice that he used the correct pronoun for her in this scenario. Okay. Well, um, I'm going to go ahead and cancel myself right now with a bullet. No. What else? Um, what do you do for a living, sir? I'm out of here. Everybody, Josh Gone. Only part I take umbrage with is you don't get to use the T word. That's like a slur. That's like the N word now. I'm only gonna quote it. You, they're tr they're trans. You don't use. You don't add the diminutive I E at the end. The right, the right wing guy doing it. I yeah. I, I know. Uh, it's hard. Well, you didn't. Then you didn't make it clear enough. You didn't make it clear enough that it wasn't you. You you didn't make it clear enough that it wasn't you saying it because it's it is like. Yes, that's fine because I know that's not you, but it's it's uh, it's tr it's triggering to me only because I have friends and uh, that they've taught me that I'm not allowed to use. Um, we're not allowed to use that word. Okay, your next comedian. We don't have time though because we got to get through the rest of the comedians. Your next comedian. He's been waiting patiently. Put your hands together for Xavier Benson. Did he leave? Did Xavier leave? Yeah, there's no one here. They all left. So, but Mike Bonds is here. All right, Mike Bonds is still here. Jen Garcia left? That's a bummer that they left. There's no one else. Oh, okay. Well, you know, it's just so funny. Why wouldn't you tell the host when you were leaving to mark your name off the list? And, and I should put a sign outside that says, like, it's not a place to hang. It's they're so loud. I know. It's just so rude. But the thing is, I can't, I can't be in here running this show and trying to make it at all nice and nicey. When I can't, because I can't police and I can't be two places at once. So I'm a little bummed out, and I know they don't listen to the podcast, so they aren't going to hear me admonishing their behavior. But hey, guys, don't you know, like, geez. Okay, 
I need a bouncer. I know. Well, you know, I would hope that they're fucking adults and they could police their goddamn selves, but the problem is they have no fucking respect for anybody because they're narcissistic cokeheads. Your next comedian's actually a really nice guy. Put your hands together. You guys can all agree with me or not agree with me, but I can fucking get pissed at these people that use me. They did it. They use my space. They stand outside. They're here. They're talking loudly. They don't donate money. They use me. And then they go, ew, why are you being such a bitch? Because you're a disrespectful piece of dog shit who doesn't deserve to even be here, let alone be on the side. I'm the one with the permits. I'm the one with my ass on the line. And you're the assholes doing things outside that I can't watch you do. I'm just saying. I'm pissed. Well, no, I, I mean, that's the thing, but I still did. I still let that one fucking asshole go up and come in and out and just continue to disrespect me. And, and I don't, how many, how long do I have to, I don't, I'm begging the wrong people for money. All of you are amazing and supportive and incredible. But I think that some people are confused about the, what fucking word supportive means. You showing up and using my space is not supportive. That's using. You coming here and sitting inside and listening to everybody's sets and making great comments, that's supportive. But they just don't even understand. And if you get on the internet and say anything, then I look like as big a dick as those fuckheads are. Your next comedian <laughs> is a wonderful human being. He's so supportive. Like, he's, he's here, he's great, he shows up even when he's not booked. And then sometimes he gets, gets sus, but when he doesn't, he doesn't bitch about it. He says, thank you. Put your hands together, everybody, for Mike Bonds. I didn't mean to go off, but oh, no, I just get so man. triggered That's by like. All good with me. I was like, who the fuck is she describing? Who is this guy <laughs> coming up to the stage? Shit! I was looking around like, who the fuck is this guy? She's talking about supporting and everything. Shit! That was me. Okay, how you guys doing tonight? <laughs> all right, yeah. Support Mutiny Radio, guys. If you don't support me, Mutiny Radio, fuck you for real. In every sense of the word, we love Pam, and we love all everybody here, and come here, and we have a good time, right? All right, guys. Speaking of Monday, Mondays are tough these days, aren't they, guys? You know, during this pandemic, I figured out new ways to wipe my ass. You know what I'm saying? I really did, man, because, you know, toilet tissue got so scarce these times. You know, people were tripping off that shit, you know, especially in the beginning of it, you know? I was using, you know, my son's T-shirt to wipe my ass. I was using my puppy to wipe my ass. Puppies are soft, you know. Puppies are good for wiping asses, you know what I'm saying? They really are. They're cute and they're cuddly, but when you need to get your ass wiped, they're there for you too. Just don't lick, you know, just don't lick. You know, well, he did, but, you know, that's another story. Anyway, guys, you know, Mondays are great, guys. You guys feeling good? All right, good, guys. Good, I want to talk about a few things on this Monday. I don't want to get too personal or political, you know what I'm saying, guys? I don't want to get too personal. But I was jacking off earlier this morning in my room, you know, and I had a lot of, <laughs> I had a lot of things go through my head. When you jack off, you had a lot. Of, do you jack off, sir? Of course, sir. Do you jack off? It, it's a part of life. You know what I'm saying? It, it, every day. You know, it's like drinking water. You know what I'm saying? You know, drinking water and eating a sandwich. Matter of fact, I have done all three of those things at the same time. Don't judge me. Don't judge me. You know. <laughs> And I was real. And I was realizing earlier today, I got a call from my mom. You know, when you're jacking off, that's the last thing you want to get is a call from your mom. You know what I'm saying? And you don't want to even talk to her. But I figured, you know, I'm gonna make sure she's safe. You know, and all that shit. So what did I do? Answer the goddamn phone. First thing she says to me was, "When are you coming over?" Oh, mom, this is not the time to ask those kind of questions. <laughs> you know, <laughs> this ain't the time. Certain things is time for, but this ain't one of them. You know, my goodness, guys. 
The mission, I love San Francisco, guys. Don't you guys love San Francisco? Everything about it, the essence of San Francisco. You know, I was uh, I was checking out this homeless guy the other day, man. Real cool homeless guy. You guys ever watch this show Hoarders on TV where a bunch of people got a bunch of shit in their house? You know, one of those things. Right, and I'd never, I'd never in my life seen a homeless hoarder before. You guys should go check this guy out. He's a homeless hoarder, and he's serious about his. The guy has about 20 different carts, random shit on there, you know what I'm saying? And it's interesting to talk to homeless people sometimes, you know, because crazy people are one thing, homeless people are another, you know? Crazy people sit on a bunch of bus and say some crazy shit. Homeless people just sit in front of their shit and say crazy shit. So there's a difference, you know? There's a difference, anyway. So this guy's a homeless hoarder, man. Freaked me the fuck out, you know. And I'm walking up to his little section here, and I'm like, damn, he's got a bunch of items that I could actually use. You know what I'm saying? Like, damn, this guy's got more shit than I got in my whole house, you know. I was like, man, he had TVs and shit. He had skateboards. He had skates. Just the most random shit, you know what I'm saying? And then the guy pulls out a hairbrush, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I was like, damn, this guy, who the fuck needs to pay $2,000 a month for an apartment out here, right? <laughs> Holy shit, San Francisco. I love it here, though. I really do, especially, especially in the mission. You know, one of the things that I enjoy over here is watching people drive, you know? Because I understand we have the worst drivers in the world, you know? But we actually don't, because if you guys have actually been to other countries, we actually have some of the best drivers in the world. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> I was in another country, man. I was in uh, Brazil a few years ago. And uh, I seen a guy get hit by a car, and then the dude in the car just looked at him and said, oh, well, and kept going. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> I was like, damn, this is how it is out here. And people do that in the city. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> People will run you over and say, oh, well, who the fuck knows? You know, whatever. I'll see you later. But it is what it is. Guys, I'm just practicing new jokes. Don't worry about me. <laughs> right? I'll try. I'll practice an oldie but goodie. How many people think they're phone watching them, right? You guys know your phone's watching you, right? You guys, they probably watch each other, right? Fucking with our heads all the time, you know? My phone loves fucking with me, you know what I'm saying? I was using the Waze app the other day, and my phone was like, hey, check it out, Mike. There's a Popeye's about a half a block away. <laughs> Would you like to get your big ass on over there? And I was like, damn, phone, you know me so well, you know? And it knows what kind of porn I like, too. That's the, the most disgusting part about my phone, you know? You ever turned your phone on to watch porn and it already had the scene that you wanted up there? I was like, holy shit, man. This is getting real, you know? My phone's like, hey, Mike, it's Monday. You know what time it is. I'm like, hey, that ain't to 8 o'clock. He's like, you got a few minutes. I'm like, okay, cool, you know? I understand, you know, watching porn is crazy these days, but it's just getting too off the chain, right? It's just getting too off the chain. My buddy sent me a picture, uh, excuse me, a video of a dude fucking a goat the other day, you know what I'm saying? And I had so many questions, you know, and don't judge me, people, but after I got done jacking off, it was, it was, a, it was a thing, you know? It was a thing. Hey, y'all, I think that's been my time. I'm going to get back to the lovely Pam Benjamin. Way you end the joke workshop with a fucking killer that is awesome and wonderful and supportive and incredible. Well, I'm going to share with you all my exciting news of today is that I, I'm a, I'm a super. You might or might not know that I was a nanny in my life and in my past life, and so I've watched a lot of Disney. And one of my favorite shows of all time is Lab Rats. 
and I've seen every, you might not even know what this show is, okay? It's a, it's a, it's an, it hits all my fetishes. It's an eccentric millionaire who's single, and so he finds this bionic juice, and he makes these children, but then he sort of dates this black girl who has a regular kid, but then he finds his secret lab, and then he has these children who are pretending to be normal, but really, they're bionic, and they're super-powered children, and then... And then the children get older and sexier, <laughs> and I get so many, so many questions. Eventually, they jump the shark, and there's a weird train that goes to an underground secret island that he makes that has bionic children on it, and one of them is really portly. And I'm like, ah, what is happening with this show? Anyways, the lead, the, the dad, the dad who plays um, Mr. Davenport is Hal Sparks. And I, I get to open for Hal Sparks on... March 27th, Saturday, at the both the 6 and the 8 o'clock shows, and I'm going to try to keep my mouth closed because I'm going to want to suck his dick. Dear God, <laughs> like, I'm not a cock gobbler or anything like that, but I get to open for Hal Sparks. Dear God. He's the sexiest... <laughs> He's the sexiest Disney dad that exists in all of Disney dads. And he's like a super liberal who has this show and he talks all about how Republicans are awful and stupid. And, and Zoltar, Zoltan from Dude, Where's My Car? Nope, no one else is a fangirl, just me. So I'm super excited about that. Uh, get your tickets for, uh, yeah, go ahead. Hey, hey Pam. Uh, Will and I are actually, we actually bought tickets this afternoon. Did you really? Yeah. And, and he, he's actually the one that helped me out um, with, with me being gay because he had a show called Queer as Folk where he was the main character. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, yeah, he's hilarious. I've seen him before live. He's hilarious, and he's, yeah, I'm so excited. I'm so excited that you're a fan, too. Yeah. I'm such a fangirl. I can't even believe that I get this opportunity. So I was just like, all day, I'm like, who can I text? What can I say? I don't want to put it out there too much because I don't want people to be jealous. But I'm like, I get to, I mean, I was just excited to meet him. I didn't even think that Patrick was going to let me open for him, Patrick Ford. Yeah. I was just like, I saw it and I'm like, oh my God, if I could meet Hal Sparks, that would be insane. And he was like, well, do you want to do sets on the six to eight o'clock show, 10 minutes? And I'm like, yes. So now I'm going to try to impress Hal Sparks. You will. <laughs> I hope so. I'm going to do Jesus jokes and stuff. I'm going to do, I'll do all my best stuff. It'll be great. Yeah. All right. You guys are all the best. Thank you so much for all your support and sticking around. And um, we'll see you on Wednesday at Asiento or on Friday here outside or Saturday at Atlas or, you know, around. Okay, everybody be safe. Wear your masks. Bye. You sexy motherfucker. We need to talk about things. Tell me what you do. Tell me what you eat. I might cook for you. San Francisco, what are you doing this week? Come join Mutiny Radio Presents for four different comedy shows supporting local businesses in the Mission District and beyond. On Sunday, join us in the Tenderloin at Resolute Wine Bar, 678 Geary for Barrel of Laughs at Resolute, an amazing comedy show with the best wines curated by Resolute. On Wednesdays, join us at Asiento. At and 21st and Bryant for dinner and a show at Asiento. Delicious tapas, incredible drinks, hilarious comedy. Wednesday nights at 7.30. On Fridays at 7 o'clock, join us outside mutinyradio.fm here at 21st and Florida. 7 o'clock for outdoor comedy, socially distanced. 
in the street. And Saturdays, join us at Atlas Cafe SF at 20th and Alabama for Titans of Comedy every Saturday at 2 o'clock. Hey, keep supporting local businesses and comedy here in San Francisco with your friends at Mutiny Radio. St. Valentine's Day Mascara, streaming live on Facebook, Sunday, February 14th, 11 a.m., an international affair hosted by Ms. Noir. Do you crave a carnal popcorn? Are you longing for some lecherous wine? Is it seduction from the sultry sun that you're seeking, or would you rather be ravished by a woman and drive? Care to venture a little voyeuristic versification with this lyrical libertine? Or could this wanton words with me be looking at the 